Hello, and welcome back to Cape Corner, where we explore the history, story, and cultural impact of a different character or group every episode. I'm Blue. And I'm Jay. And uh, we literally just decided what we're going to talk about, uh, because we are consummate professionals. So uh, I decided that I think it would be fun to do another kind of franchise episode, like how we did before with Bakugan and Pokemon. Um and so I gave a couple options, and I think that we have settled on talking today about Digimon, uh, which don't really have any kind of witty uh, moniker that I can use, um, unless I want to like quote the theme song, but I kind of don't, because I... Look... That theme song was a formative part of my childhood, um, but not all formative parts of your childhood are really good. <laughs> uh, me uh, having uh, parental issues was also a formative part of my childhood, but you know. Um, so, okay, uh, to start with, uh, since this is probably going to be another lecture style episode because we're so good at those, um, <laughs> What do you know about Digimon? That it's kind of like Pokemon, but it's uh, pretty much digital. Like yes. it's in a in a internet space type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know any of the like uh, iconic uh, Digimon? Kind of like how Pikachu is for Pokemon. Nope, not at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll be pulling up some, so let me uh, pull up, like, Wikimon or something like that. Um, Let me just open Discord in case if you decide to send me pictures. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, to start, the... Okay, so what's really interesting is that they always keep it very vague in terms of what the origins of the digital world are. Um, But there is recently, um, there there was a game called Digimon Survive, which, oh yeah, I guess I should say, Digimon is willing to go way darker than Pokemon. (laughs) Oh, really? Yes. Digimon Survive is literally about, like, surviving. Like, in your first playthrough, at the bare minimum, two of your seven, like, children team members, or eight, or however many it is, at least two of them must die in your first playthrough. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, getting torn apart by shadowy hands that come out of pools of darkness that grab them. Oh wait, I'm sorry. That's only how one of them dies. The other one gets eaten by their uh, Digimon partner. I'm already hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that game actually kind now okay there is like a weird multiverse thing going on with um with uh digimon um even more so than what they've been recently doing with pokemon um so i cannot say for certain that this is like canonically the origin of the digital world uh but um in digimon survive they kind of First of all, they don't call them Digimon throughout the entire game. They call them um, uh, Kimonogami, which um, roughly translates to something along the lines of, like, creature gods. 
Mm. Um, they they existed in like a parallel world, um, and in order for them to exist, they needed people to believe in them. Kind of based on that rule that like a god can only continue to live so long as there's someone praying to them. Isn't that how like it is in Skyrim? Not to get off track, but. Probably. <laughs> I'm admittedly not very well versed on Skyrim lore, or uh, Elder Scrolls lore, rather. Um, oof. <laughs> well, what do you mean, oof? What's that about? Elder Scrolls is good. <laughs> sure. I just don't really care too much for the gameplay. And That's I, I am very irritated at Skyrim these days, uh, both for the fact that it's had like 70 different releases or whatever the number is, um, and also for the fact that Everyone wants to fucking jack off their dicks thinking that they're so fucking morally superior because they hate cyberpunk because it came out with some glitches, but everyone's totally fine with Skyrim, which is fucking glitch city, baby. Not me loving both games. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I ask is that you be consistent. Either you hate all games with glitches or you're a real gamer. In my experience with both games, I haven't really had any game-breaking glitches, just glitches that are funny. Glitches (laughs) that are funny can totally enhance the experience of a video game, uh, 100%. You cannot look at screenshots from the new Pokemon games and see that one girl who had her fucking eyes a-wooing out of her head, uh, like she's a cartoon (laughs) wolf that just saw a hot, nasty leg, and, and be like, that's not, that's so much better, like... Uh, but anyway, um, so, so the idea with, um, the origin of the digital world and Digimon survive is generally that, um, these, these creatures in this other world were essentially spiriting away children and whatnot because they desperately needed to continue having people know that they exist. And by Mm -hmm. the end of the game, the resolution is, look. Times have moved on. People don't really go to shrines and shit anymore. People don't really, like, worship and revere the gods like they used to. But you know what people do use constantly? (laughs) The internet and digital devices. So what happens is that that spiritual world merges with our technology and gives birth to what would later be known as the digital world. All right. Um, so again, that's a, like a potential origin, but the other stuff is like, just like, sometimes they say things like the boom of digital information eventually took on a sentience of its own. Like I know, uh, Yggdrasil is a progenitor of Digimon in a lot of continuities. Um, do you know what Yggdrasil is? No, I don't. Uh, In Norse mythology, it is the world tree. It is the tree that binds the nine realms together. Okay. Like, every realm is one of the branches coming off of this world tree. and Sometimes it's depicted as a literal tree. Sometimes it's like, well, it's more like a stream of energy that splits off and gives a vaguely, um, like, tree-shaped kind of thing. It could be viewed almost as like a a multiversal branching kind of thing with a source line, stuff like that. But 
Yggdrasil is essentially an um, AI that gained enough power to start influencing reality. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, regardless of what the origin is, the story goes, there is a digital world. And in this digital world, it had its own environment for life, similar to the way that bacteria and um, amino acids eventually gave rise to um, flatworms and jellyfish, which eventually gave rise to tetrapods and thus evolution sparked, eventually giving rise to humans. Life evolved in its own ways in the digital world. And uh, something to keep in mind, the digital world is made up of all kinds of data. So it has all kinds of environments, um, fantastical and uh, gothic and icy and fiery and like ev everything you can think of, there is a representative of it in the digital world. Um, which brings me to the topic of digivolution. There have been jokes made about the fact that Pokemon evolution largely makes sense and Digimon evolution fucking does not. Uh, you may have seen a meme where it's like Pokemon, baby cat, evolves into bigger cat, evolves into really big cat. Digimon, uh, baby cat, evolves into uh, cat with sword, evolves into washing machine with uh, missile launchers. <laughs> um and the reason for that is because the way a Digimon digivolves is by incorporating new data. See, as they grow and their experience um, and, and the, the battles that they've fought um, build their strength, that has a very literal effect on their data. Essentially, their, the size of their file grows and they're able to retain more information within said file. Um, you can literally measure Digimon based on how many bytes and megabytes and shit they, they have. Um, so, uh, as an example, I'm gonna show you my favorite of all of the original Digimon Gabumon. Um, you know how a lot of series have a red guy and a blue guy? Yep. Uh, he, he was the uh, partner of the original blue guy. Oh, okay. So, uh, I, I shouldn't send you the whole page. I'm just going to send you pictures. Hang on. <laughs> you copy image. Okay, so this is Gabumon. He, oh, I he, like him. He's really cool. He's a shy little guy. It should be noted that you can see uh, that what he's, his fur there is not actually his fur. He is, in fact, wearing a pelt of his own Digivolution Garurumon, um, which means he's probably just some little yellow lizard guy. Like, you can see his fists underneath of, like, the claws. That's actually badass. Yeah, so um, so we we've never actually seen a naked Gabumon, <laughs> um, but that's also why like the teeth are hanging off the way they are. Like it's it, it's a whole thing. Um, it it's giving very Cubone energy in that Cubone wears the skull of its dead mother. 
Um, but okay, so I should also say the way that um, Digimon are classified. So they start off as a Digi egg or a Digitama. When that egg hatches, they are uh, in their baby or fresh stage. And when I say these, I'm going to say the way that they named them in English, and I'm going to say the way that they named them in Japanese. So in English, they're called baby. Um, in Japanese, they're called fresh. Uh, then they get a little bit bigger and go to either in training or I actually don't remember what uh, <laughs> in training is called in Japanese. Um, but after that, they go to rookie or child. Gabumon is a rookie Digimon. And rookie is largely like considered the default level um once a digimon has reached that that's usually what okay hang on sorry this is going to be a long talk all right so naturally when a digimon digivolves it operates the same way as a pokemon in that they are in their new form forever that is who they are but all of the digimon that we encounter as partners in the series have naturally made it to rookie level. But in order to fight the opponents that they fight in the series, they need to be stronger. So what they do is they actually temporarily borrow energy from their human partner through a device called a digivice, which allows them to temporarily digivolve to a higher level. But after the battle, they return to their natural state, which is the rookie level. Okay. Um, so it's like bonds of friendship and all that shit is very important because it literally lets you survive. Um, but when Gabumon evolves to his champion or adult stage, he becomes Garurumon. Ooh. Who is one of the coolest Digimon, even to this day, I don't fucking care. Um, he has a move called, okay, so Gabumon has a move called Blue Blaster, where he shoots boiling water out of his mouth, and it looks like a cool, like, well, it, it depends. Sometimes it's said to be boiling water, sometimes it's said to just be, like, a little spurt of blue fire. Um, for Gururumon, he has a move called Howling Blaster, and it is a, it's essentially a Kamehameha wave that comes out of his mouth. It's pretty sick. That sounds um, pretty awesome. Fun fact, uh, as a child, I was extremely convinced that his attack name was Bubbling Blaster because I saw a commercial for Digimon on TV and because of the low audio quality of the TV, when he said Howling Blaster, I heard Bubbling Blaster. <laughs> oh, I just spent years thinking his move was Bubbling Blaster. Um, That's yeah. So after champion, there is the ultimate, or as it's known in Japanese, um, shit, what is it known? Oh, it's perfect. Uh, perfect evolution. Um, so this is where it can get confusing. So in English, the third stage is ultimate, and in Japanese, it is perfect. And in Jap in the fourth and quote unquote final stage, in English, it's known as Mega, but in Japanese, that's called Ultimate. 
So oh, okay. two different sages are considered ultimate, whether you're going by English or Japanese. So that's where some people get confused. Um, but for Garurumon, you go, okay, what's the natural evolution of a big wolf? Well, Digimon doesn't really concern itself so much with natural evolution. So Garurumon seems to incorporate data about gangs and bikers and I guess horror movie monsters. And he becomes Were-Garurumon, which is a werewolf. He stands on two legs, but he also has brass knuckles and jeans with a skull on them and a fucking bandolier. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like a furry. You know, there's going to be a lot of that. Wait until we get to Lilymon. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, and, then, and you go, okay, well, that's still not too different, right? Except the mega evolution, um, I have to assume, started incorporating data from military weapons platforms because this is Metal Gururumon. And if you think he's just an armored wolf thing, he is not. Almost every part of his body is full of missiles. Damn. Yeah. Um, in addition to Metal Wolf Claw, which is a beam he shoots out of his mouth that can freeze anything uh, on contact because it is a stream of absolute zero air, um, which is fucking sick. Okay, I don't think people really appreciate how powerful absolute zero is in um, superhero media. Do you know what absolute zero is? No. Okay, scientifically... Every so so states of matter are governed by the vibration of molecules and atoms. Um, a gas is atoms and molecules vibrating and shooting around very freely and rapidly. A uh, liquid is they they are wiggling around a little bit. A solid is they're mostly static. They're bunched together. That's why like um, as something cools and freezes, it gets smaller, whereas it spreads out as it like melts and boils and stuff like that. Um, absolute zero is the state at which there is no atomic movement whatsoever. Um, like space is absolute zero. Uh, so long as that there are no stars or planets nearby. Um, but it's like, if, if you are brought to absolute zero, it does not fucking matter how powerful you are or what what anything that you have at your disposal you are not moving period which means you are not living period <laughs> <laughs> um that's just science uh so uh but but in addition to having that capability he has uh things like Guru Tomahawk, where he shoots a missile out of his chest. Uh, fucking Giga Missile, where uh, that also says he shoots a missile out of his chest. Where, where's the one where fucking... It was like Ice Wolf Spikes or something like that. I'm not seeing it here, and that's bothering me, but I know he has a move where just a bunch of the plates on his arms and legs fucking open up, and he just shoots a shit ton of them. Um, oh, here it is. Grace Cross Freezer. Not what it was called last time I checked, but whatever. Um, but anyway, that is one example. So Gabumon is uh, 
one of like the main uh, Digimon, but another one that I'll show you as another example is Agumon. Agumon is kind of like the Pikachu, despite the fact that Padamon almost actually does look like a Pikachu. Um, but this is the mascot, Agumon. Oh, wait. They're from Digimon? Yes. Oh, I have seen them then. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Agumon, he, he's cool. He's a little guy. He's like, Pepper Breath. And he shoots a little fireball. Uh, Pepper Breath is just a great name for an attack. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Greymon, who he digivolves into. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Then you got uh, Metal Greymon. Oh, I like the wings. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, it is canon that he has the power of a nuclear missile. The really? Capability, yes. Digimon gets so much stronger than Pokemon. Like, even if you try to bring up the Pokemon gods, the Digimon gods would literally eat them. Damn. And this is WarGreymon, um, who is fucking awesome. Uh, what's really cool is that the the Digimon will naturally have, like, named equipment sometimes. So... Those big claws that he's got, which again, kind of like with Gabumon, you can see his actual hands underneath. He is wearing those claws. Um, they are called the Draymon Destroyers. There are a lot of Digimon whose names end in Draymon, like Cyberdramon, uh, Machine Dramon, Sea Dramon, any Dramon. Those claws are, they basically do like double damage. Like, <laughs> They're especially well-suited to killing any Dramon-type Digimon. All right. Um, why does he have them? I don't know, but he does, and that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, so here's where we'll talk about some different types of Digivolution. First of all, that, um, that Metal Greymon I showed you, that was mm. not... Uh, I should say that uh, the original main character of Digimon is a kid named Tai, or Taichi. Um, well, okay, here's the thing. For whatever reason, they changed his last name in the original series. Um, as far as we're concerned in America, his name is Tai Kamiya. Uh, but his last name in Japan is Yagami. Um which is very funny because he has a sister uh, named uh, Kari, which is short for Hikari. Hikari is the Japanese word for light, so she is literally light Yagami. Death Note reference. <laughs> well, what's wild is it came out before Death Note, so Death Note is referencing Digimon. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, speaking of coming out before... Digimon technically came out before Pokemon. Um, in terms of having like a manga and anime, no. But Digimon originally started off as Tamagotchis. Um, it was a specific brand of Tamagotchi where depending on how you took care of your creature, it would evolve into different things. Mm -hmm. And 
that ties us right back into what I was getting ready to say. So um, when Tai was first trying to get Agumon to be able to go to ultimate form, you know, past Greymon, the way he tried doing it is by overfeeding him and pushing him through rigorous exercise and be like, come on, Agumon, you got to be stronger than that. And he was basically abusing Agumon. It wasn't a good time. And the result of that was what we call Dark Digivolution. He did not become Metal Greymon the first time. His first ultimate form was Skull Greymon. Oh, shit. Yeah. He was a, a monster that blindly attacked all of his allies. And he was powerful enough that it basically took everybody else uh, except for Patamon uh, digivolving to champion and fighting him like six on one or five on one rather. Really? Um, yeah. It was, uh, it was an issue. And it was only after that happened that Ty realized that he was being way too harsh on Agumon. And he lightened up and they, you know, reconciled and things got better. And then a few episodes later, they had their proper ultimate evolution. Um, because the way you treat Digimon matters. Remember when I said that one of the kids in Digimon Survive literally got eaten up by his partner? Mm -hmm. He was such a shit to his sweet little Lopmon. Let me show you what Lopmon looks like so you can appreciate how fucking cute this thing is. Um, Lopmon was his partner, and throughout the entire game, Lopmon is the only one that does not digivolve to champion. This is Lopmon. Oh, he is adorable. He is so sweet. He's just a little bunny guy. I love him. He has a he has a brother species called Terriermon, which is also pretty cute. Um, but. He was constantly such an asshole. Like, you're the only one that hasn't evolved yet. You're so fucking useless. Ah, stay away from me, you little freak. I don't want you anywhere near me. That eventually things really took a turn. He 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 did finally digivolve. He dark digivolved into Wendegomon, who literally grabbed the human partner, lifted him up, opened his mouth, and just dropped him into his gullet and ate him to death. To be fair, it was his own fault. It was, <laughs> 100%. Um, I've been meaning to do a second playthrough of that game where I save that guy, but I haven't gotten around to it because I'm like, no, I don't know, man. Because it sucks because Lotmon has to die. Like, when you're... In that game, at least, when your human partner dies, Digimon also dies. So I want to save them for Lopmon. But I'm kind of okay with that shit heel fucking kid just being eaten to death. <laughs> um, so the, the way that you treat your Digimon really matters. Um, but... So Dark Digivolution is a negative way of digivolving, but then there's DNA Digivolution, which is a very positive one. In order to DNA Digivolve, you need to not only have an extremely strong bond with your Digimon, who, you know, you need to have that bond just to get to mega level. 
Um, mm. You need to have a very strong bond with another person who also has a partner in Digimon. And when the four of you essentially are in sync to the point where that you're almost acting as one, the two Digimon digivolve together. So I showed you Metal Garumon and I showed you War Greymon. This is Omnimon. And he is kind of gives me. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say he is the fusion of both of them. It kind of gives me Voltron vibes. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> I should say in English, his name is Omnimon, but in Japanese, his name is Omegamon. And there, there is an entire group of extremely powerful high-level Digimon called the Royal Knights. And the leader of the Royal Knights is Alphamon. Uh, but o Omegamon is considered like his equal. So they're Alpha and Omega. Get it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and Omegamon has like a thousand fucking variations these days. There's uh, Omegamon, uh, there's Omnimon Zwart, Omegamon Alter S, uh, fucking, there's like two different other variations of Zwart. Zwart, by the way, being the Japanese word, or sorry, not Japanese, the German word for black. Like, this is um, Omnimon Zwart. Which I should say there is a black war Greymon and a black metal Gururumon, so this is who they DNA did evolve into. Um, okay. But yeah, there's Omegamon's Wart Defeat, who I swear I won't like show you all of these, I promise. Uh, but like that, um, there's Omegamon Alter B, uh, Omegamon Alter S. Uh, <laughs> um, but the most recent and most powerful iteration of them. Uh, Omegamon, which I'm sure you can tell from this is like a fan favorite. Um, he appeared in the first, well, the first Digimon movie in America. It was technically the second Digimon movie in Japan. Because in America, we literally just mashed three different movies together and called it a day. <laughs> um, but uh, in Digimon Adventure Try, which I will explain later, um, all like eight of the original Digidestined, which I'll also explain in a bit, um, essentially combined all their powers, creating Omegamon Merciful Mode. And uh, that is the strongest Digimon we know of so far, I believe. And you might go, why is he called Merciful Mode? The idea is that he is so powerful that he can kill the most monstrous and dangerous Digimon before they even realize what happens. It is a mercy killing. And the reason that they make that form is because the villain that they fight in, uh, in that series was like their friend who got corrupted. Mm. So they don't want to cause it any more pain. Um, all right. I would love to start explaining all this stuff, but Zoom is going to make us um, uh, take a break in about one minute. So, any questions so far? No, none so far. All right. Um, pretty, pretty interesting, though. It is. I I think the entire thing of um, like 
the kind of data they incorporate, the way they grow and develop based on how you treat them uh, is really good. Um, it, it's a really good way of like utilizing the sort of power of friendship kind of trope from anime, but like making it real, making it tangible. Like the way you treat others has an effect on them. And if you want to survive against evil Digimon, you need to be kind to your own Digimon because that's the only way they're going to go strong enough to defend you. Mm. Um, and and anyone who has a partner Digimon is what is called a Digidestined, which I will start explaining them and the story of the various seasons when we come back from our forced ad break. Man, Hello. I could not have timed that better. I'm, I'm so happy about that. <laughs> that was really great timing <laughs> thank you i got lucky um all right so uh the first series from digimon is digimon adventure and it, in america it was just called digimon or digimon season one but it's digimon adventure um and it focused on seven kids who were going to summer camp um Ty, uh Matt, who is the partner of Gabumon, Sora, who is a girl, and as a result, I always as a kid considered Sora to be a girl's name, so I got very confused when I started playing Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> um Izzy, Mimi, Joe, and TK. And I am using the English names just because that's like what I'm, you know, more aware of. Um, mm. But they're largely similar in uh, Japanese as well. Like Matt is Yamato, um, TK is Takeru, Joe is Joe. He's Joe in Japanese too. It's of all of the ones you would think that that one was the one <laughs> that they changed. But oh, no. um, so so the seven of them are at summer camp and things start getting weird the weather around the world starts changing and despite the fact that it's in the middle of July it snows and so the seven of them run out to play in the snow and the sky starts glowing and lighting up with weird colors and what seems to be some kind of meteorites shoots down right at them and they float out of the holes that they make in the snow, and it's some kind of uh, weird little handheld device, um, which are the D2 Digivices. You might say two. Well, yes, there originally was a version one model of the Digivice from a manga, um, which I, I'm going to show you what the Digivices look like, because they're also cool. So... Uh, this is the Digivice 01 from uh, the, that's not the right link, shit, sorry, hang on. <laughs> Alright, there we go. So this is the Digivice 01, and it's big, and it's clunky, and... Is your arm supposed to go through it? I think so. Um, but... The one that they have in the anime is much smaller. This is the D2 Digivice. It, it, it fits in the palm of your hand. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, these are much smaller. Um, they're easy to carry around. Uh, 
Apparently they have clips on the back of them because I swear everybody has these on their belts. But I don't know. <laughs> I guess they have to have clips. Uh, but yeah, so the Digivice itself really has very limited functions. You can't, like, even though it's got three different buttons, I don't think any of them are ever pressed. Basically, all that you use the Digivice for is you you hold it up in front of you and you go, Agumon, you got a Digivolve! And then he fucking goes, Agumon, Digivolve to Greymon! And that's it. You, It just kind of seems to do it automatically. Why are there buttons? I don't know. Later Digivices actually will have functions, but this one doesn't. So, I don't know. I love when there's cosmetic buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like all the fucking six buttons on the Pokedex or whatever, but they didn't do shit. <laughs> um, I should also say, you might notice that there is some kind of strange writing etched around the uh, central ring of the Digivice there. That is Digimon language. Um, it is apparently an actual language that you can, like, learn, like, Klingon. Uh, really? Yeah, I guess. I haven't fucking studied it, but characters mean things so i always kind of appreciate when a creator goes the extra mile to literally invent a new language <laughs> tolkien That's did it and all other fiction writers were like holy shit the bar has been raised now i know um, they did the same thing for legends of zelda too did they really yeah what language uh hyrulean or whatever it's called oh okay hylian hylian yeah yeah <sighs> okay. I'm not a Legend of Zelda fan, but I knew that. <laughs> I'm not either. My friend is very much into it. She literally knows the entire language. Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. I don't have that much dedication. <laughs> um, so as soon as they get these digivices, they get sucked into some kind of strange wormhole or whatever. Well, okay. It manifests as a tidal wave that they get dragged into somehow. Next thing they know, they're awake in the digital world. And specifically, they're in an area of the digital world called File Island. It is an island with uh, a mountain at the center of, center of it called Mount Infinity, and, um, or Infinity Mountain. And um, they're just trying to survive in the wilderness. Luckily, again, the geography of the digital world is fucking bizarre. It does not make sense a lot of the time. I think in episode like two or something, they they find a random cable car, like like a um uh like a bus essentially, mm. just in on an island in the middle of a lake that is connected by a thin strip of land. So they just cross this little natural land bridge and they decide to sleep in this trolley car for their first night. Um, uh, they, they find like phone poles with telephone wires that are in the middle of the desert that don't seem to power anything they're just kind of there um, mm. but they stretch on for miles uh, there's, there's entire mansions that seem to not be populated though later on they would find out that they're full of things like Bakamon which are uh, ghosts um, Digimon um, and 
as they traverse the island, they're trying to, um, they, they, they each start getting their Digimon to Digivolve. Everyone except for TK and Patamon, which I've mentioned Patamon a couple times. So I guess I'll show him to you real quick. Um, like I said, he, he has been confused for Pikachu by some people. Really? Is it uh, that cool? Huh? Does he look that much like Pikachu? Enough that, like, um, in the 90s, a suburban mother who doesn't know any better might buy a Patamon merchandise thinking she was buying a Pikachu for her son. This is Patamon. Aw. I don't see it looking like Pikachu at all, but aw. It's just because he's a little warm-colored, mousy thing. And that was as far as they thought of it. <laughs> um, but those, those giant wing ears he has, he can fly with them. Not very fast, though. Um, he's pretty slow. And uh, he, so he is the only one that does not get to champion level throughout their initial adventures. But things culminate when they get... Uh, they they find like a a like I said a mansion um, at the base of Infinity uh, Infinity Mountain, and they they've been fighting Digimon who are not evil, but randomly have been going crazy because these black gears fly through the air and force themselves into the body of the Digimon. And it makes them temporarily evil and berserk. And when our good guys do enough damage, the black gear shoots out of their body and then explodes into dust. And then the Digimon's like, oh, where am I? What happened? I just remember being really angry. Uh, and they do that like 10 times or something. <laughs> um, but they find out that the black ears are coming from Infinity Mountain. Uh, and they meet their first villain of the series. Um, Digimon really went. Uh, who should like the the uh, original bad guy be? Well, we're going to name him after the devil. Um, <laughs> this is Devimon. Damn. Yeah, he is an evil Digimon, and he has been making these black ears to infect everybody. Um, and the others all try and Digivolve. It's, it, I should say Devimon is a champion level, but just because you're the same kind of like level as an opponent doesn't mean you're as strong as them. Um, he is strong enough that he kind of beats the shit out of all six of the other champions. And things start to get dire. And that is when Patamon finally Digivolves. I will give you as many guesses as you want to think of what Patamon will digivolve into. Okay. <clears throat> so what do you think he turns into? I'm not sure, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I will I will save you from having to use your um, wet noodle of a brain. Um, Listen, it's early. <laughs> it is afternoon, my friend. And I'm still tired. I've been working a lot. All right, you know what? Fair. That is fair. This is Patamon's Digivolution, Anjumon. 
Oh, yeah, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, because that is what a lot of people first think of when they're like, what the fuck? How does that turn into that? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, there are a looks- bunch of... Sorry, what? I was just going to make a stupid comment. I was going to say he looks like a biblically accurate angel. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are a bunch of angel-based Digimon, and they're all named after different kinds of biblically accurate angels, except for Anjumon, which is just like angel, right? Um, mm-hmm. But like there's Seraphimon, which is named after the Seraphim and all that shit. Um, so... Uh, there, there's Cherubimon, which is named after the Cherubim. Uh, all, like, there's a whole bunch of them. It's kind of cool, honestly. But, um, so, Anjumon has a move called a Hand of Fate, or in Japanese, Heaven's Knuckle. And he basically just cocks his fist back, punches forward, and a golden beam of light emerges from his fist and slams into the opponent. And he one-shots Devamon, but he puts so much power into it that as Devimon is dissolving into data, so is Anjumon. And TK initially freaked out. He was like, no, Anjumon, he's fucking dead. Yeah. I should also point out TK is way younger than the others. He is uh, Matt's little brother. Um, okay. But he, he is quickly reassured that Digimon don't die. Their data is recycled. And uh, thanks to TK being there, it, the data was able to retain its original form. So it turns into a Digi-Egg. And that Digi-Egg would later hatch, and it would be... Um, oh, fuck. What's his baby form? I Hang on. Poyomon. It would hatch into Poyomon, which digivolves into Tokomon, which would then digivolve back into Patamon. So... He's fine. He basically just needed time to recover with his like baby and then training forms. Um, and it's not like he lost his memories or has a new personality or anything. No, it's just him. <laughs> um, but that is not always the case. A lot of Digimon do essentially get like reincarnated, um, have entire new Digimon forms. Like it, it's all very dependent. Um, but. For the Digimon Adventure crew, I don't want to spend too much time harping on them. After defeating Devmon, they uh, wind up going to a different part of the digital world. Uh, they start dealing with a, a monkey that is an Elvis impersonator. Um, Wait, what? His name is Edamon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got to look that up. Yeah, uh, feel free to. Um, but uh, they, they get their ultimate forms. They Ty briefly gets to go back to the real world, where he discovers that despite the fact that they've been in the digital world for months, it's literally the same minute as when they left in the real world. Time does not move the same. Um, so he goes home, and he's like, Mom, Mom, it's so good to see you. And she's like, Ty? aren't you at summer camp (laughs) or you're supposed to be there he's like uh uh yeah you know stuff happened (laughs) Uh, so like nobody knows that they've been missing or in danger (laughs) Uh, oh that's great but he does wind up going back to the digital world and uh 
despite the fact that he was only really gone for like a day, um, time did pass without him there. Luckily, it wasn't like years or anything, but um, it's been like, I don't know, maybe fucking a month or something, and the others had to make do without him. Um, but they wound up fighting against a group called the Dark Masters. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Before that, they, they do wind up coming back to the real world again because they have to deal with Myotismon, who... Okay, Myotismon is the Digivolution of Devamon, but I don't think this is the same guy. Like, the, the Devamon they fought before did not Digivolve into this Myotismon. This is just a different one. Looks like Dracula. Yeah, well, like I said, he's a vampire. Um, <laughs> but, um... Myotismon is searching for a prophesized eight Digidestined. I should also say, so the Digidestined thing, they they are destined to save the digital world. Mm. And you might go, but why them? Well, when they were all really little, um, they're like most of them are like 12 or something in this series, but back when they were like five or six, like TK was just barely born. They all lived in the same area um, called like it's like Heights View Terrace or something. I can't remember. They were like in the same apartment complex, right? Mm-hmm. And we see in the events of the first Digimon movie that uh, a Digi-Egg randomly spawned in the real world. And it just happened to come through the family computer in Ty's home. And him and his little sister, Kari, wound up befriending a different Agumon. And a Parrotmon uh, also came to uh to the real world and it was fucking huge and agumon digivolved into greymon and they basically had a kaiju battle in the middle of the city and somehow only eight people noticed (laughs) only eight kids that happened to be looking out of their fucking windows noticed this jesus and they were from that point on destined to be the digidestined um, the saviors of the digital world. Uh, but there were eight of them, not seven. Again, Ty's little sister, Kari, she was there. So we have this entire arc where we're told there's an eighth Digidestin and we don't know who it is. And we meet Kari for the first time, but they don't know that it's her. And there's a big mystery and everyone's searching. And um, Myotismon sends out this agent, Gatomon, who she is technically a champion level Digimon. But ignore that because throughout throughout the entire rest of the franchise, she'll be treated as if she's basically a fucking rookie like the rest. She's not really much stronger than them, uh, except for when she's a villain, like, because, you know, that's a thing where for whatever reason, villains in fiction, when they turn good, they get weaker. Um, mm. it, it's, it's frustrating. Don't worry about it. But... Gatumon eventually realizes that she's been sent out to assassinate the 8th Digidestined specifically because she was destined to be the 8th Digidestined's partner and Myotismon, I guess, thought that the best chance of her not becoming the 8th Digidestined's partner would be to send her to meet her face-to-face, hoping that she would kill her instead of, like, you know, becoming her partner. Sometimes Myotismon seems really smart, but that was really fucking dumb. 
you you have an entire army of evil Digimon you could have sent, and you you chose the one that would become good. Um, yeah, that's dumb. But they they team up. They all turn into their ultimate forms. Um, I guess I should fulfill what I said before. Let me show you what Lilymon looks like real quick. Uh, well, okay, so Mimi. Mimi is really cool. Um, she's kind of a ditz, but I love her. Um, so her partner is Palmon. God damn it, I keep copying the page, and I mean to just copy the image. Her partner is Palmon. Aww. Who digivolves into the champion level Togemon. Um, now, a uh, quick poll. How much would you want to fuck that cactus? On a scale of one to ten, zero. <laughs> yeah. How about now? Because this is Lilymon. <laughs> oh, goddamn. <laughs> and if, uh, my number has changed. And if that's not a ten for you, um, <laughs> later in Digimon Adventure Try, Lilymon gets to digivolve into Mega Level. This is Rosemon. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. God damn. And if that's still not enough for you, um, in uh, Digimon Data Squad, uh, Rosemon Burst Mode. Okay, that's the 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rosemon was close, but, you know. All right. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So they're, they're all ultimate level. They all fight. They beat Myotismon and they're like, we did it. Day is saved. Except then Myotismon becomes a kaiju. He becomes Venom Myotismon, giant monster. They can't do shit. Um, and that's when a, a part of the prophecy about the Digidestin is brought up. Something, something, something about fucking warriors that of courage and friendship that need to be pierced with arrows of light. For true power to awaken, or some shit. Uh, oh, uh, they're like arrows of light made of familial bonds, or some shit. I don't know. It's a lot of words, which basically comes down to hey, both Ty and Matt have siblings that have angel Digimon. I should say that Gatomon um, uh, reaches her ultimate form, which is Anjuwoman, which if you've ever seen any kind of porn uh, based on Digimon, it's probably been a Bonjolomon. Uh, this is her. Um, she was a, she her rookie form Salomon was a dog, and then she is a cat, and then she is a half naked angel. Okay, <laughs> that's just Digimon, baby. Um, and I should say Anjumon hasn't gotten his ultimate form yet. Again, he's always the one that likes to be last because his forms are much stronger than all of his teammates. Um, mm. So he actually won't reach ultimate form Magna Anjumon until the last arc of the series. But um, so Anjumon and Anjumon basically just both shoot Ty and Matt. And they're like, this might kill you. And they're like, yeah, but we're also going to die anyway, so like, true, there is a, definitely a giant monster trying to kill us, 
So they shoot both of them, and it unlocks warp digivolution for Gabumon and Agumon. Now they no longer need to go stage by stage. They can skip straight to their newly unlocked mega level. So Agumon and Gabumon warp digivolve to Metal Gururumon and War Greymon. They beat the shit out of that giant monster. And it's really cool. And they go back to the digital world. And now it's been like centuries because they spent like several weeks in the real world. And um, now there's these dark masters. Long story short, they beat all of them only to uncover that the final battle is a guy called Apocalymon, who is essentially the digital world's incarnation of the recycle bin. Uh, he wants to delete the digital world but he wants to do so after breaking down the barrier between it and the real world, meaning he would also delete the real world. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so the eight kids and their Digimon all go into space. They have a big final battle. It's very epic. And he is about to self-destruct in a way that would wipe out both worlds. And all eight of the digivices that the kids have start glowing and they shoot up beams of light and they make two squares which then combine into a cube and that cube of light contains the explosion and that's it they saved the digital world they fulfilled their mandate they all have a tearful goodbye with their digimon and then they fucking leave they, they ride on that trolley and they go home and there's a uh okay in the American dub, the song that plays as they're saying goodbye and leaving is Hey Digimon, which is a very upbeat, like, Hey Digimon, Hey Digimon, uh, champions. Of, no, how's it go? Fucking, hey Digimon, Hey Digimon. Oh, monster friends to the boys and girls. Hey Digimon, Hey Digimon, champions of the digital world. <laughs> um, but in Japanese, they use... Um, a, uh, a, a version of Butterfly, which is the Japanese opening, which is much more epic and emotional. <laughs> um, and they should have just kept that. But in the 90s, anime refused to ever acknowledge that they had any Japanese roots at all. They just would not do it. Really? They really didn't. They, they would change people's names... They would change the theme songs for much worse versions most of the time. Um, they they would they would have infamous moments like Brock clearly eating a rice ball and calling it a jelly donut. Brock from Pokemon, by the way, I should say. I forget you don't know who he is. Um, like it was a very bizarre thing. Like, sometimes we got really cool English themes out of it, like Shaman King. Shaman King has a great English theme. Um, or um, the, the card captors opening is pretty cool. Um, though, again, even then, they changed its name because the series is Card Captor Sakura in Japanese, but they're like, Sakura, that sounds too fucking Japanese. We're just going to call it Card Captors. <laughs> Um, it, they, they had like this shame almost of like adapting Japanese properties and um, the way that that manifests a lot in Digimon is that they had this inexplicable need to like they made an entire English soundtrack um, so that they didn't have to use any music from the original series 
so like do you know what the digimon theme song is didn't you just sing it no that was hey digimon uh that's oh. just a song um no the, the theme song is um digimon digital monsters digimon are the champions digimon digital monsters digimon are the champions and this dude comes in fucking change into digital champions <laughs> and it's um like it's funny to meme on but i wouldn't really call it a good theme song um and then it was made worse for the digimon movie holy shit they literally made a song called the digi rap <laughs> and, and it starts off with the fucking digimon Digital monsters, did you, right? But then it goes into the Digi Pollution is up and running. Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know it was coming? A Digi Destiny starts today. Let me hear you say. And then they do the Digimon, Digital Mon, fucking with Digi Will. And I know every word to it. Jesus. With Digi Will and Digi Vice in hand, there's a Digi Dynamic Force in Digiland. I think somebody counted it and said that they said the word Digi like. 117 times or something really yeah the digi dudes will digi rule with digi ability and digitude save the world from a digi disaster the fight on the net with the digital master <laughs> it's really bad um and you might go blue why have you memorized it if it's so fucking bad look i watched the digimon movie like 50 times as a kid Because they didn't have a lot of movies. Pokemon has a movie every other fucking month. There's so many Pokemon movies. I, I only had the one Digimon movie. Like, they dubbed another one, which was movie four in Japan, which was a sequel to... Okay, the, the, the three movies... Like, the first movie is based on... Uh, the story of Kari and Tai meeting that other Agumon when they were really little. Um, and then it was a movie called Our War Game, where they fought an enemy called uh, Diaboromon. Um, and that fight was not in the digital world. It literally took place on the internet and um, involved nuclear missiles that were going to strike Japan because Diaboromon was controlling them. Uh, and that was when uh, they first made Omnimon or Omegamon. And um, then the third movie was about uh, Digimon Adventure 2. Uh, but then the fourth movie was about the Digimon Adventure 2 crew working with the original guys. And um, that was essentially a sequel to our war game because Diaboromon's evolution appears and uh, Omnimon is made again. And it's a whole thing. Um, I just got the message that we've got 10 minutes left of this, which tells me that We've been going for a while, and I need to get off of Digimon Adventure 1. So, look, they beat Apocalymon. It's a whole thing. Um, I'm going to start talking about the others. Digimon Adventure 2 is a proper sequel to Digimon Adventure 1, as you might guess from the title. Um, it the, the crew from the first series are now in middle school, and they're older, and they're acting as mentors to uh, the new group. TK and Kari are actually part of this new team, but they're the only veterans. The other members are um, Davis, who is the new leader. I should say leaders in Digimon are always called Goggles Boys, or they usually are, because almost all of them wear goggles. Um, 
And in the first episode, Davis actually breaks his own goggles. And so Ty is like, here, the leader of the Digidestin wouldn't look right without goggles. So just take mine. <laughs> so he gives him his old goggles. It's cute. Um, it's Davis, Cody, and Yoli. Yoli is really fucking annoying in English. Um, and she wears a helmet for some reason. Like, not like a cool helmet. Like, I don't want to make the joke. But it makes her look special. You, you know, like, yeah. I don't want to say it. Just gather what you think I mean from that. Um, but, oh, and they had this horrible thing where um, they, they try to give some of these characters catchphrases. And for Izzy, who was the tech expert, and he was the crest of knowledge... Um, in the first series, his thing was prodigious. Get it? Because it says digi in it. Mm. Fucking kill myself. Um, but Yoli says perfecto just like an obsessive amount. Um, it's very frustrating. So they fight a guy calling himself the Digimon Emperor, who, um, oh, I should say at this point, the new crew has a new kind of digivice. Um, and while you might go, oh, but TK and Kari already had their own digivices, they sure did. But beams of light shot out and they just morphed and upgraded into these. Um, so uh, the, this is the, the D3 digivice, which is very cool. I actually had one of these as a kid. Um, so that's Davis's. Huh? I said I like that. Yeah, that's Davis's. Uh, his is blue. Yoli's is red. Cody's is yellow. TK's is green. Kari's is pink. And they're fighting against this guy, the Digimon Emperor, who is another human who has this. And it is referred to as the Dark Digivice. So actually, when Davis shows up to the Digimon world, Gatumon finds him and is like freaked out because he's got the same kind of Digivice as the Digimon Emperor. So she thinks he's a bad guy. Um, but T, uh, not TK, fucking um, Ty shows up, smooths things over. Is like, yeah, no, I know this kid. He's part of my soccer club. Um, basically, Ty was his senpai. But again, they don't like being from Japan. So in, in the English version, they never say that. They're just like, yeah, he was in the same soccer club as me a few years ago. Um, but uh Look, the, the long and short of this story is that the Digimon Emperor turns out to be a kid named Ken, and he winds up joining the team. And in this series, um, they do a lot more with DNA Digivolution. Nobody goes past champion level on their own. Uh, so Ken has... Um, so as the Digimon Emperor, he had this little toady named Wormmon who's just like, oh, master, please, I don't like seeing you like this. And he's like, shut the fuck up, Wormon. And he literally whips him. He literally has a whip. He is, <laughs> he's an asshole. And they're basically doing the black gears over again, but now it's dark rings. Um, oh, and he's built these control spires all over the place. And they block normal digivolution. So in the beginning... Uh, they have to rely on what the new gang can use called Armor Digivolution. 
they they will find a legendary digi egg in the wild, but not a digi egg that actually hatches. This is like a tool. And each of these digi eggs has a crest on them. So Davis first finds the digi egg of courage. And basically what it does is it imbues the power of like Agumon and Greymon and War Greymon and all of them onto his Digimon, um, Vmon. Uh, so let me show you Vmon so that you can at least get a sense of this. Um, stuff later I won't really need to explain like this. But so this is Vmon. I love him. He's one of my favorites of all of like the main Digimon. Oh, he's adorable. He is a baby dragon. And um, funnily enough, um, Vidramon, which was one of the uh, evolutions he can take, um, was actually the main partner of the Tai that was from the original manga. Um, he looks exactly like Tai, just with a cloak. So it's pretty much him. But this is Xvimon, who is the natural digivolution of Vimon. But again, the control spires meant that so long as they were up, he could never take this form. Agumon could never turn into Greymon. Gabumon could never turn into Gururumon, et cetera, et cetera. So what they did was um, they used these digi eggs. Um, where the? Oh, it's going to make me do this. That's annoying. Um, so he would use the digi egg of courage and armor digivolved into Flamedramon, which you can see is kind of like a variation of Exvimon, but with um, firepower. Mm -hmm. Or he would take the Digi-Egg of Friendship, uh, which was based on Gabumon and all of them. Let me fucking go to the goddamn page! <laughs> Technical difficulties? Always. And this is Raidramon. So he would be more like a wolf in his uh, stance and posture, you see. Also, even though Gabumon definitely used like ice-based stuff, uh, he used electricity. I'm not going to complain because it was fucking sick. Um, but either way, they eventually turn Ken into a good guy. Um, and one time, oh, Wormmon winds up digivolving into Stingmon, who is, look, I said I wasn't going to keep showing everyone, but he's too cool for me not to show off, because Wormmon fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> but Stingmon is rad. Uh, I should also say Ken has his own crest, Kindness. This is Wormmon. Aww. This is Stingmon. So this is what happens when he actually starts being kind to shitty Wormmon. God damn. He's got a fucking rad move called Spiking Strike, where he just makes us... You see those little, like, cannon things on the back of his hands? Yeah. They make lightsabers! Really? <laughs> he just makes a lightsaber and slashes the opponent in half. It's fucking rad. That's sick. Um, but yeah, him and Davis are arguing with each other. Like, while there's a big enemy in the background, and both of their Digimon, XVMon and Stingmon, are getting their asses beat. And um, Davis is like, Stop trying to do it on your own, rely on your friends. And Ken is like, I don't have any friends. And Davis is basically like, Well, you fucking do now. And then they DNA Digivolve uh, all of a sudden into their ultimate level, Pyildramon. Uh, 
who would then later on be able to mega digivolve into Imperial Dramon, who starts off as a dragon and is then a knight. Again, I'm not going to keep showing you all of these, but like Patamon winds up, uh, or Anjumon rather, winds up being able to digi DNA digivolve. So does Anjumon. They, they all make a bunch of stuff. It's really cool. Ultimately, you might go, well, who's the final villain? It's fucking Myotismon again. First, he was Myotismon. Then he was giant monster Venom Myotismon. Now he is smaller but stronger monster called Mallow Myotismon or something. Anyway, they kill him. And he's dead for real this time, I hope. I don't want to fucking see him again. <laughs> We're about to have another forced break. I'm not going to put another ad because nobody but uh, Anchor has given me an ad <laughs> thing I could do. Um, so I, I look, I, I promise I'll be quicker this time. I'm sorry. This is going to be like a two hour episode at this rate, but I'll fucking rush through it. I swear. I apologize. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm on a time crunch here, so I, I gotta stop like sticking to all these different little points. I've only talked about the first two series. So let's go. The third series is um, Digimon Tamers. Uh, this is a very odd one because they try saying that all of the previous Digimon series, uh, Digimon Adventures 1 and 2, are fictional because, okay, we got a Digimon card game in the real world, but the characters in Digimon Tamers play the card game, talk about Digimon like it is a fictional TV show that they watch. So this is where we start getting into multiversal shit because, spoiler alert, um, Takato, the, the main character, the Goggles Boy of this series, does wind up meeting Ty and them later on. So you can't say, <laughs> I mean, again, so that, that is literally like, like a multiversal crossover thing. It's basically the Digimon version of Infinity War, but I don't like it when people, when series do that, like previous seasons were fiction in this current season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the real thing. No, shut the fuck up. Just have it take place in the same world, you cowards. I don't know. I just, I don't like that shtick. Um, uh, but Takato creates his own Digimon called Gilmon with a terrible drawing he makes that gets scanned by a scanner that becomes a Digivice. Um, oh yeah. Uh, okay, hang on. So, uh, these are the D-Power Digivices. I am not as big of a fan of these. Um, Oh, they look kind of lame. Yeah, like the D3 is pretty sick looking, I think. Um, but these ones, yeah, not a fan. Um, uh, what, like, okay. <clears throat> a big gimmick they started using in the beginning of Digimon Tamers is that they would scan ability cards from the Digimon card game to give random power-ups to their Digimon before they would Digivolve them. So, like, oh, here's the fucking Metal Gauntlets card. They would get big boxing gloves or whatever, and they would punch better. Or, oh, here's a fucking Spring Step card, and they would be able to jump. And it's like, just Digivolve them, you weirdos. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, 
Impmon appears in that series, turning into Beelzemon, which is a fan favorite. Okay. The main takeaway from Digimon Tamers is Renamon. Have you heard of Renamon? No. Okay, so most rookie-level Digimon look the way that I showed you before. Uh, Agumon. Gabumon. They're like two or three feet tall. They're not really that big. They're kind of cute looking, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's Renamon. Renamon is like five feet tall. Got a interesting physique. Um, <laughs> that looks like a Pokemon straight out. Yeah. Uh, so Renamon is one of the most used bits of furry bait uh, in the world. <laughs> Damn. Um, like, here's a good example. It's a good thing that the pictures I send you are not going to come up on the audio. <laughs> like, you get it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, on some 34 or some shit. Oh, it's all over the place. Like, <laughs> E621 is flooded with images of Renamon. I believe it. I've been on that site. Okay, I was going to say, please don't make me explain what E621 is. I discovered that site when I was like fucking 10 years old, by the way. Oh, man. Yeah. You and I had different childhoods because I didn't really grow up with the internet the way that you did. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't get internet porn until I was at least like 15 just because we didn't have a computer in our home. Um, God damn. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. No, I had to make do with A to B repeat function on the DVD of Meet the Fockers with the scene where uh, uh, a bus full of cheerleaders flashes Robert De Niro and um, <laughs> Stellar. Oh, I'm so glad I grew up with internet. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was tough times, bro. Um, <laughs> all right, so. That's the big takeaway is that Renamon was made from that series. That's the best thing they did. Um, then you got Digimon Frontier, which, okay, I, I was making fun of the Digimon theme song before. Here's the thing. That Digimon theme song was used in Digimon Adventure and Digimon Adventure 2, and they made like a techno-ish version or like a hard rockin' techno-ish version of mm. uh, that same theme song for Digimon Tamers. But Digimon Frontier had this cool like tribal um drum beat and it was like digimon forever united as one digimon together the battles are it was like legitimately hype it was really cool um and the digivices that they used in that series were also really cool these are the detectors um they, they all had different two color themes um it was really neat and this series was very different it was less like pokemon and more like uh power rangers <laughs> really because in this the kids were the digimon they they would get ancient spirits and they would merge their body with that spirit to become a digimon so um the the main the goggles boy of this series Takuya, uh, this is what Takuya looks like normally. 
All right. Okay. Um, but when he fuses with the spirit of ancient Greymon, where the fuck? How are they not going to link me to goddamn Agunimon? You sons of bitches making me fucking search this myself. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> Bad website design. Anyway, he fuses with the spirit of ancient Greymon to become a Goonimon. Damn. It's pretty fucking sick. Um, and I should say, so everybody, so there was 12 different elements, first of all. Um, his was flame, right? Mm. Uh, this is him fusing with the human spirit of flame. Because there are two spirits for each element. There's a human spirit and a beast spirit. So a Goonimon is the human spirit of flame, uh, but the beast spirit of flame is burning Greymon, just like this. And then later on, um, so, okay, what really sucks is that of the six kids that would be like the main characters in this group, four of them were only stuck with, I can either turn into the human spirit or the beast spirit, and that's it. I get two forms, but um, the red boy and the blue boy in this series, they they not only get their human and beast spirits, but they are also able to merge their human and beast spirits. Um, so uh, as an example, the fusion of Agunimon and Burning Greymon is Aldemon. But then okay. beyond that, they can, um, they can borrow four of the other spirits um, or four of the other elements. So, so, okay. So this is them merged with two spirits at a time, but then they get merged with 10 spirits at a time. So this is Emperor Greymon, who is the combination of the, the human and beast spirits of flame, earth, wood, ice, and wind. Damn. But then finally, both boys merge with all 20 spirits to become Susanoomon. Oh, I like that, actually. He's fucking rad. He's basically like a, a, a quasi, like, Omegamon kind of thing. Like, he's even got the heads of both of the guys on his arms, like before. Mm -hmm. But I don't care, because he's still fucking cool. And he's got he's got a very different vibe than Omegamon does. Um, Susanoomon also being named after the same deity Susanoo that is used in uh, Naruto. I'm sorry, I zoned out for a sec. What'd you say? I said Susanoomon is named after Susanoo, the same deity that is used in Naruto. As oh no shit. Yeah, you know the big ghostly warrior that Sasuke makes? Yeah, there's. I thought it was Susano. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Susano, uh, Susano, however you pronounce it. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but either way, it's, it's that guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so Digimon Tamers was really cool. A lot of people didn't like it, specifically for the fact that it took away the dynamic of the Digimon partners, but... I don't know, you still had the dynamic of all the kids interacting with each other. And that's kind of like the more important one. Because frankly, the Digimon kind of always fuck with their partners no matter what. 
Like, mm. it's very rare that there's real conflict between the Digimon and the partner. Or the human, I mean. So the, the way that the kids interact is more interesting. Because uh, you have shit like... There's like a quasi-love triangle between um, uh, Matt, uh, Sora, and Ty. Or the fact that um, Izzy and Mimi kind of have a thing, but... One's really smart and one's really dumb, so they they don't get along too well a lot of times. Uh, Joe is constantly fucking paranoid and anxious, and that doesn't uh, mix well with Ty, who's super headstrong and courageous and runs into danger. And you know, like all these different dynamics are what's interesting, way more interesting than uh, Ty likes fighting and Agumon likes food, and the two are good friends. Uh, Gabumon is very kind and Matt's kind of aggressive so they balance each other out and they're good friends like, yeah they're all friends <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is Digimon Frontiers was really good and more people should watch it okay moving on uh, uh, Digimon Data Squad um, had maybe my least favorite Digivice in it um what is this fucking thing even called? The data link digivice. I don't like it. <laughs> um, it hardly even looks like a digivice. It like there's a scanner on the top of it. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to put your palm down on it and it reads your DNA and somehow uses that to digivolve your Digimon. What happened to just giving them your energy, like your life essence and shit? Who fucking cares? It's DNA now. Somehow that's the same shit. I don't know. Um, th this series also first of all Marcus is the main character of this series he is not a goggles boy he does not wear goggles he broke the sacred tradition um, so I should hate him but also the first time he sees a Digimon his first instinct is to jump really high in the air and punch it in the mouth so <laughs> I kind of like them. Um, but but what is frustrating about this series is that the main Digimon is an Agumon again. It's just now an Agumon that has little, like, red bands uh, around its claws. Um, not a fan, but whatever. Uh, okay. Uh... After Digimon Data Squad or Digimon Sabers, which, by the way, I don't really know what the story is for that. Um, like, they're a government agency, and they, they stop incursions of Digimon in the real world. That's all I really know. I never got too far in it. And I guess I should say for Digimon Frontiers, their whole thing is that um, Ophanimon, which is um, one of the mega-level angel Digimon, um, like, there are basically three rulers of the digital world in that series, and they're Serapimon, uh, Ophanimon, and Cherubimon. But Cherubimon turned evil, and he sealed away uh, Serapimon, and so now Ophanimon is the only one left, and she recruited this team of Digidestin from the real world to help save the world. And that's basically what it is. Um, it's a really good series. You should watch it. Uh, but... After those series, it was Digimon... Okay. It had a really cool name in Japanese. It was Digimon Cross Wars, but Cross was spelled X-R-O-S. 
They just called it Digimon Fusion in English, which is so much lamer. Um, but this series did not have Digivolution. Um, instead, they used uh, these things. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. They use these things called cross loaders. Oh, I'm sorry, fusion loaders. God, I fucking hate the English dub. Anyway, um, it's hard to, okay, it's not DNA Digivolution. Okay, let me get that out of the way right now. Right now. It's not DNA Digivolution. This is fusion or Digicrossing, the Digifuse, whatever, where it, it kind of it kind of resembles uh, I don't know how to properly describe it without showing you. I'm trying to find give me fucking Shoutmon, goddammit. <laughs> Shoutmon is like okay, whenever you go on this wiki, um you can see different Digivolutions that Digimon can take. And almost every fucking Digimon on this goddamn website can potentially digivolve into a uh, Shopmon cross seven F superior mode <laughs> because mm. that was made of like 200 Digimon or something. But okay, this is Shopmon. All right, like he's cool, he's fine, whatever, right? Um, I gotta pull up an entirely different page just for so, like, okay, here is Starmon's. They're cute little guys, right? Uh, if you digi-fuse them or digi-cross them, this is Shotmon with a star sword. Um, or if you uh, digi-fuse uh, Darulumon, this guy, uh, with him, then you can get Shotmon with a drill cannon. Um, and, and like later on, they basically start fusing um, with like a bunch of guys to become like basically giant robots, and it starts feeling more like Digivolution. But technically, you can just fuse anything with anything. You can fucking fuse, uh, I don't know, uh, a, a tire with Shoutmon, and you would have Shoutmon with tire accessory, and he'd basically just be stuck in it like he was in a fucking wheel, and you could roll him down a hill. Like, I don't know. Like they, they like he he digi crosses with Puppetmon at one point who has like a hammer, and it's basically just Shoutmon with a hammer. So they're not really fusing the Digimon, they're fusing aspects of one Digimon onto another. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Because it sucks and I don't like it. And it was one of my least favorite gimmicks that they introduced. Um there was Digimon Apple Monsters. I don't know anything about that series, so don't ask me. I just know that it, it had to deal with mobile phone apps. That's it. That's all I know about it. Right. Um, but uh, the, the last series that I really know of that came out of Digimon was Digimon Adventure Try. So, I okay... This is where things get really fucking dark because it's been like 20 years since the first Digi or like 15 years or something since Digimon Adventure. Now it's showing all those original characters in high school. 
TK and Kari are back on the first team and they're not really fucking with the new Digidestin from Digimon Adventure 2, who may be dead. I don't know. They leave it very vague. But towards the beginning of Digimon Adventure Try, they show like flashes of Davis, Yoli, Cody, and Ken getting defeated in battle. And I think they might be fucking dead. I don't know, man. But they meet this girl, Mako, who she has her own Digimon, and her Digimon is prone to going berserk. And uh, they're they're trying to help her out and befriend her and everything. Uh, but a government agency is essentially wanting to like blackmail the kids into working for them to stop other Digimon, but they're also keeping an eye on Mako and her fucking Digimon. Uh, it gets really fucking dark and depressing. Like, do not watch Digimon Adventure Try, first of all, unless you've seen the original Digimons, because you're going to be fucking lost. Um, at least Digimon Adventure 1 and 2, you should watch. Um, but don't watch it if you're not ready to, like, be upset. And, uh, okay, so that's that's about everything I think I had to say on Digimon. I know it lasted a while. I kept sticking this up, but there's just legitimately a lot to say about Digimon. And I, I feel like I made a lot of complaints. It's a good series. Um, I would recommend you probably watch these shows in Japanese if you don't want to lose your fucking mind to late 90s and early 2000s attempts at humor. All right. Like, they don't shut the fuck up. They don't shut up. They don't stop talking in Digimon Adventure 1 in English. Um, or 2, for that matter. They just... Like, it unnecessarily... Like, okay, you'll have a scene where Parrotmon, this giant monster, is flying through the city street, and you're standing, you know, in the middle of the street, and it, it, it you see it coming towards you, and it flies overhead, and it makes a big gust of wind... And it's meant to impose the scale and danger of this creature. And in the Japanese version, you might just have some orchestral music playing to like, be like, yeah, scary, right? But in Japan or in English, Ta little Ty is like, whoa, Paul, you want a cracker? A really big cracker? Imagine that like five times every minute. For a 20-minute episode. It's insufferable. Watch it in Japanese. Also, because Butterfly is a fucking bop. <laughs> it genuinely is. Like, people talk about, like, the Pokemon theme song and whatnot. More people really need to realize uh, Butterfly. Um, I, I, like, Jay, I specifically want you to listen to Butterfly when we're done here. All right. I'll link it to you. Um, okay, so what do you think of Digimon now that I've uh, gone through all this description with you? It sounds interesting, honestly. It is. I might, I definitely will have to look, fucking watch it. It's, it's a very cool um, series. And just because, like, it had this stigma where people were like, oh, it's a ripoff of Pokemon. A lot of people refuse to engage with it, and it is not fair. 
because Digimon definitely stands on its own two feet separately from Pokemon. Um, it's willing to go places with the story that Pokemon is too much of a fucking pussy to do, and they'll only ever even touch on dark stuff in Pokedex entries. Oh, are Phantoms the souls of uh, little kids who died getting lost in the forest? How about you show me some shit like that in the actual game, Pokemon? But they won't because they're cowards. But you know what? Digimon made a game where a Digimon eats his own fucking partner. <laughs> so, um, what I'm saying is Digimon has big swinging nuts and Pokemon doesn't because they're cowards and pussies. So, <laughs> for that alone, you should uh, at least respect Digimon because uh, they, they are not beholden to a children's brand the way that Pokemon is. And as a result, they can go much farther. And one of the only times that I've strongly agreed with Death Battle, the shitty fucking YouTube series, was in their Pokemon versus Digimon battle. Um, they basically had Mega Charizard X versus War Greymon. And yeah, War Greymon fucking obliterated him. And it's like, it, it, yeah, that's what happens. When you have Digimon that are like Grace Novamon, which are, which is a Digimon that is literally the size of a star. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. Like, you have Digimon that can, um, that can literally create galaxies on demand. Like, that's not, that's not hyperbole. That's just fact. Um, the last thing I, I want to share with you as a reward for listening through all of this with me. Um, so I brought up Anjawoman earlier. Um, yeah. And I brought up DNA Digivolution. Did you know she can DNA Digivolve? Really? So once again, here's Anjawoman in a better picture than the official art because she looks less lame. Mm. There is a Lady Devamon. No, oh, goddammit, I didn't want TCG, you fuck. Alright, so this is Lady Devamon. Ooh. And when you DNA Digivolve the two of them, uh, you get legitimately one of my favorite Digimon of all time. <laughs> Uh, this is Mastamon. Damn. Yeah, she's fucking rad. I like that, like, one side's dark and the other's fucking light. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that kind of design. Uh, and I know other people are, because Shoto Todoroki is one of the most popular anime characters right now. So, you people can't tell me that you don't like half and half. <laughs> Oh, here's a very humorous uh, Mastamon image someone made. It's just her in a fucking sweater. Or, <laughs> not a sweater, but whatever. You're wearing casual clothes. All right. That's good enough. All right. So this has been the episode on Digimon. Uh, thank you if you made it all the way to the end. Um, uh, you can join the Cape Corner Discord. 
where if you don't want to listen to shit like this, you can make a suggestion for what we talk about. Uh, you can follow me at Cape Corner on Twitter. Uh, you can find Jay at, um, what is it? Shit Poster of America on Facebook. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you can donate to the series using my anchor page. It works exactly the same way as Patreon. Um, if anybody is like, well, I would donate, but I only want to use Patreon. Let me know. I'll make a Patreon. Um, or if it's fucking Kofi or whatever it is, like if you guys want to want to do that, just let me know. I will literally do anything for money. <laughs> Take that how you will. Um, okay, uh, I think that's about it. Um, like, it, final thoughts that I have on Digimon. If you want to watch the series. Um, but you're not sure if you want to go through multiple series for it to get to um, Digimon Adventure Try or whatever. Um, if you feel like you want to be eased into it, a good place to start legitimately is Digimon Frontier. Um, you, you might, uh, like, that's a lot easier to grasp because then you got six characters. But like with Digimon Adventure 1, there's eight humans which each have a Digimon, so there's 16 characters. <laughs> Like, I get how that can be a lot at the start. So Digimon Frontier is a good place. You don't really need prior knowledge of the first three seasons. Um, and if you like that, you can go from there. Um, I didn't even get into the video games. I'm not going to because this has already gone on long enough, but they all have their own stories. They're all great. Digimon Cyber Sleuth is fantastic. Uh, Digimon Survive is a, a fun and dark time. Um, the old Digimon World games are fine. <laughs> uh, Digimon World DS or like Digimon World Dusk and Dawn for the DS, like those are much better if you want to play a Digimon World game. Uh, there's just a lot of really good video games. Weird that the um, the the series based around computers and data it functions really well in video game form. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, that, that's it. That's my final thoughts. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Um, next week, uh, I don't know, might just do another Power Rangers, honestly. Uh, so thank you. Stay strong, stay true to yourself, and remember, we can all be heroes.